I was saying, how did you get into making uh, black love and interracial uh, romance? And you were telling oh. me how you just wanted black girls to win. Right, right. So um, the first book is interracial and um, that was, that dynamic and, and who he was was key to the story. Right. So um, it wouldn't have worked any other way. Um, but as I had plotted out the rest of the books, um, mm -hmm. I kind of wait for the characters to tell me, you know, who they are and, and what they're doing and what they're about. Um, the next, the one that was supposed to come next before Chase or instead of Chaser, um, mm -hmm. was supposed to be, um, a Poly he's Polynesian Hawaiian. Um, but my husband was like, okay, you did Mike, but I want to see your brother. I right. Was like, okay, well now I got to switch like my whole book world timeline. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I guess it can make it work, you know. So I did, and, and we got Chaser. But I am not uh, stuck on any um, particular genre, or not genre, mm. but but you know, race. Like, right. I, my main thing is it's always going to be black women, and then everything else after that is secondary. Okay. The curls are all over. They look beautiful. Thank you. Um, my question and has been burning my back up. <laughs> um, let's start with heartbeat. Cause I, I ain't even finna get into love. You never not yet. Cause ooh, ooh, you know you wrong. <laughs> but, but heartbeat. Yes. You you were able to balance the emotional turmoil because oh my god. It pulled yeah. at your heartstrings. But you also gave us the smutty goodness. <laughs> so how was that writing that? Because there was some real emotional subjects and stuff going on. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. How was um, that? How was your mind writing that with those particular characters dealing with the racism part dealing with the that ain't me that was my daddy you know right dealing with oh this is my dad <laughs> and this right. is my brother yeah I'm it, it, it was a lie how, right. how was it how was that so the characters came um and it, it sounds like it was one of those kind of flippant things but you know as i look back on it I, I see um, where like my career path up to this point kind of brought me to them. Right. But the characters appeared uh, in my head having this conversation. And I'm like, you know, what is this? I don't do fiction. Like I did, I have a, a children's book that was successful. So I thought, okay, I'll keep doing that in addition to my journalism stuff. Um, but they wouldn't leave me alone. And mm. so, I mean, in the shower, while I'm asleep, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It was ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a notebook. I'm going to write out these little scenes, right? Um, right, right, right. My, uh, Tony Morrison uh, dream, because she used to write longhand. Mm. So I'm going to write it out longhand, get the voices out of my head, right? right? And one book, notebook, turned into sex. Mm. And I was like, huh. I might have something, but I wrote this, I wrote Heartbeat in 2017 and it was pretty much finished. Um, and I kind of, you know, sat around, I had to read, I had to type it up. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't, I didn't think ahead of time, like Toni Morrison has someone to transcribe all this mess. So right, right, right. I had to go through and do all that. That took some time. Um, and shyly, I would like, you know, let a couple of people read it and let a couple mm -hmm. more people read it, you know, like testing the waters, but I wasn't really, I, I knew I liked the story. Um, mm -hmm. I would go back and read it when I was in the book slump, you know, so mm -hmm. it was appealing to me, but I was still kind of shy about putting that out there. Um, and uh, my husband got sick last in 2021 mm -hmm. and like deathly ill and it was one of those moments that you take stock in the, in a lot of things mm. and one of those things was what are you waiting for right 
You know, you think you have time, but do you really? I mean, he was definitely ill. He was he was 46 at the time. Mm. So, you know, young, healthy, working out every day, you know. So, and here I am sitting back eating cookies. So, <laughs> <laughs> snacking, you know what I'm saying? So right. What are, what are you waiting on and what's the worst that could happen? Right. So, um, I went ahead and put it out and it was really, really well received, but um, balancing drama and the pain and the, not the pain, I, I, I would say it's angst, um, was, I don't know, it just felt, it, that first book seems to always, from what I have talk to other authors seems to move differently than your others because there's no expectation there's no deadlines um you just know you have this story that you're trying to get out right and so like it it just moved like tv episodes to me in my head so there were different beats you know and when things got too heavy it, it felt like okay now this is a good time to pivot this is a good time to inject humor you know because our people no matter what the pain is, mm. we're gonna find something funny to laugh about. You know what I'm saying? That is true. We're gonna find something to laugh about. We're gonna find some kind of joy somewhere. That is true. Um, and so that's kind of what guided me. And if I got bored, if I got sleepy, if I got frustrated, um, and it wasn't a point where I wanted people to be frustrated, mm. then I knew it was it was time to you know, tweak that or bring something else in. Um, but what I didn't realize at the time as I was shyly letting people read it and read it chapter by chapter and, you know, apologizing before I send you something was I was basically beta testing, you know, my book. Mm. And so the feedback from uh, some of my beta readers really helped in certain points where um, maybe a character wasn't consistent Mm -hmm. um, or if they weren't consistent, I needed to give them a, a reason why, you know, because everyone acts out of character at some point. Right. So that was, that was really helpful. So my thing is, I know you said it was angst, but from a reader's perspective, <laughs> I would not call it angst. Not angst? I would call it emotional damage. <laughs> I literally, because like when she was in the hospital. Yeah. Which time? And he, was, and he was missing. Oh, yeah. And she screamed his name. And just that, and the way their relationship unfolded and how it went from, nah, you can't have me because I'm, I'm already tired. Right, I'm having this baby. I'm tired. I, I'm, right, but right. then them getting together, and then it's turning into such a deep, deep love, like so deep love. Yeah. And then when he came up missing, she had this child, crazy ex boyfriend. Just reading her hollering. Yeah. I saw it in my head. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like clinch pearls. Yeah. I cried. Oh my God. Like pretty much everywhere anybody else cried, I cried too. So you're not alone. I was crying while I was writing it. Crying oh, no, while no. I was editing. Your second book is what got me. <laughs> so your second <laughs> that yeah. That, damn, that second book. I know. I know. I so I wasn't going to write that. There was no point to writing that to me. Like, it never even occurred to me. I was going to go Chaser, um, Breathe, Fingertips, and, and then, no, no, no. Heartbeat, Breathe, Fingertips, then Chaser. Chaser was supposed to be the last one. Um, mm. But I was doing, I was doing something. I can't remember what I was, was doing. And Mike, or not Mike, Maya and... Uh, Maya's parents started chit-chatting. I'm like, mm, we already know how your story ends. So why what you know, I write romance. And one of the, you know, rules of romance, if nothing else, I don't care how many peens somebody have, I don't mm. care what they shift to, I don't care what color they are, you gotta have that happily ever after, or at least happy for now. 
and y'all don't have that. So what are you talking to me for? You can't. They told me how they did, and I was like, oh. That that was like on the level. That was on the level of an urban version of mm -hmm. Titanic and Notebook put together. Oh. Because, oh, that, now that is high praise. Because high praise. like the ending, I would never have thought that it would have ended like that. It was bad enough that she wasn't there. Yeah. But that ending, him sitting in the chair. When I say when he saw her again, yeah, I was like, this is not a happily ever after. This is some bullshit. I was literally, <laughs> but technically, technically, it is ever. It after. is, it is. But <laughs> I was ever, like, ever after. I felt like you know at the Notebook when they both die at the end. Yeah, I was just like, why she do me like this? Why <laughs> would you put me through this? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, between I think part of that came from. Um, definitely inspired by my daughters into both of them are into K dramas and C dramas. Mm, I am and uh, my middle baby turned me on to it was long running and I didn't watch all of the seasons. We watched the last season together of I can't remember the name of it. Don't say Goblin. No, no. It was about um a sky rise in, in Seoul Korea. And super rich people there. Mm. Um, and I did not like the way it ended. And I won't spoil it for anybody who's watching it or whatever, if you remember the name. Um, gosh, I can't remember what it is. It's, it's named after the, the, the building. But Hotel Del uh, Sona? Mm -mm. There's one word I thought. I, I can't I know what you're talking about. Is that the yeah. one where the Asian guy had the cornrows in his head? Yeah, like one of, he was one of the twins yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember the name of it, but I know right. exactly what you're talking about. Yes. And so the way it ended, I was like, that's that's ridiculous. That's BS. I'm not a fan. This sucks. But I recognize that, you know, the way American stories end doesn't, doesn't that's not worldwide. Right. Um. And she was like, it's still a happily ever after. I was like, that's BS because X, Y, and Z. I'm trying not to give it away. Right, but right. As I, so I was boo-hoo, I mean, like, bawling at the end of it. I was like, this is some bull. I hate you people. I will never watch another show. <laughs> I, I said, I, I said, Chase would not be like this. No, <laughs> I wanted to give, as I'm moving through the series, I'm recognizing everybody's not getting the breaks in between. Right. Right? So I wrote Heartbeat in 2017. Mm. That's years before right. Love Never, which I wrote last summer. Oh. And then Chaser, which took me forever. <laughs> <laughs> the second full link was really, really hard. That was difficult. Um, that was difficult. And if I could, I would grab it. I would take it off and do some more things that I want to do to it. But I'm going to leave it alone for right now. And maybe I'll ex I'll release an extended cut or something later. So, but um, recognize everybody, you know, because I do the same thing. I find a series and I hit all books in the series. Mm -hmm. And it would be a lot to put everybody the same through the same amount of, um, I'll call it extreme growth. Mm. <laughs> As uh, uh, Elise and Maya went through, so Shayla's personality, Shayla's personality is fun and vivacious and um, exciting. So I wanted to kind of make sure that the book mirrored how she was. That's a question. So mm -hmm. how how did you keep these women not so damsel in distress or just too just out of pocket with it? But mm -hmm. kept them uh, level-headed and balanced, or not in. You know how you have the miscommunication uh, uh, thing that goes on, but it be sometimes it'll be way overboard. Yeah. How did you keep these characters from having that? Because in book three, that could have happened. Yeah, 
It could have. Um, I hate when miscommunication goes on too long. Yeah. I hate when, and you know, I think the miscommunication trope works when it's a, when it's age appropriate for the character. Mm. So you can get a longer miscommunication trope for like young adult. Right, right. For like teens, you know what I'm saying? Or the severity of the miscommunication. You know, when it's something that's so harmful, so destructive that mm. the person either shuts down, closes off, this, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but if it's somewhat, not somewhat simple, but something to where adults of a certain age would say something mm-hmm. and it's not said or it goes on too long, and I wonder, are we writing for the age of the character? Right. Um, but as far as keeping them level-headed, I mean, that's really who they are. Mm. You know, these are all um, accomplished women, smart women. Yes. Uh, strong women, daring women. Um, and I love so, that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So keeping them, they're almost to the point where they don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets them into trouble. Right. Versus looking around for somebody to help them. Um, and because all of my characters are black women, I mean, honestly, most of us don't have that luxury. We don't mm-hmm. have the luxury of being damsels. We don't have the luxury of waiting for someone to rescue us. Mm-hmm. Um, so playing too hard into that, um, for me, is is just not genuine to the characters. Now, but what I did want to make sure is that overall, no matter what happened, their relationships, their 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 uh, love ties were such that the relationship was safe. Was that mm-hmm. safe? Place. That was going to be my no next place question. Else in their world, their relationship with these people became their safe place where they could be authentically themselves so they can be that soft they can they can take down those walls um and um you know be goof be be you know uh like shayla's still kind of really hard charging uh, mm-hmm. of a personality and that's okay he doesn't get offended by that you know what i mean right he's he's i wanted them to have some place in their world in their life where they're completely and totally accepted. So, how was it that, okay, Maya was, as you said, independent, um, career driven, uh, even mm-hmm. with the situation with her ex, mm-hmm. um, she still was about her business. Mm-hmm. So, how was it incorporating? Because that one was an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. And because of the things, I, I'm trying not to go into the, but because of the things that happened with Harvey's father. Yes. How hard was it for you to combine that with the missing brother, the missing father? His father was racist mm-hmm. and his sister having the issues that she was having um it's kind of like what i wanted for maya and what i wanted for the story and i think sometimes it's confusing not confusing but it takes readers a little bit to get like in the groove of mm-hmm. is this woman was dropped in the middle of this town yeah you know what i mean so like anytime you are dropped in the middle of someplace new you mm-hmm. get little snippets of folks' story. They'll mention something, but you don't get the full background because who sits there and gives you, now let me tell you my life story in the beginning. You know, nobody does that. Right. That's real weird, right? Right. <laughs> that's, the, that's those folks that overshare. So, <laughs> so I wanted you to be as off balance as mm-hmm. she was. Um but I wanted her to find a community because it's not something she really had in Columbus. You know, um, in her career, she was she was at the top, but she couldn't be seen at the top. Right. Because of how she set it up. Um, in her personal life, that she kept things very kind of closed off because she spent 
her young years with someone who what she knew wasn't going to be there long. Um, and so she has these, these missing pieces um, that she kind of, she wants, I think with Maya, her thing is control. And if mm-hmm. she can control the situation, then she won't get hurt. Yeah. And I so when she gets to Rough Ridge, she mm-hmm. has no control. You know what I mean? She really has, she has to think on her feet. She doesn't have a lot of, uh, of ability to plan. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, what? For someone who seems to have it all together, but is actually quite lonely. Yeah. Um, and not just because because things with her fa- family that she didn't even know she had turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, and self-inflicted loneliness out of protection. Um, what a gift to give that to her. Yeah. And, um start to form that community that we all need. So I wanted to give her that. I just, I didn't want to just give her a man and now she's fulfilled. Right. He had <laughs> to work for it. Yeah. He had to yeah. work for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't want him to be the sole basis of why she's okay now. I wanted her to do the work to get okay. And I wanted her to have what, because you, for me, mm. you need more than your partner. You need more of a community than that. Um, a lot of times it's you, you know, you two against the world and everything, but still you need your sisters. You know what I'm saying? You Even if they're sisters by, by choice and family by choice, so. And that, that makes it even better. Because I, I know people label things as interracial relationships, mm-hmm and black romance Mm -hmm. but when you have a black woman as your characters were giving them a safe space to be feminine and not have to always be on guard Mm -hmm. i thought you know this is something that all black women should feel yeah and that's what i gathered from it um yeah whatever your softness is you know for some it's that, you know, soft, squishy, you know, yeah. touchy kind of thing. For others, there's a you need a different kind of safety. So I'm I'm trying to explore all of the not all, but I'm trying to explore a variety. Ooh. Charlie's fruit flies in the summer are ridiculous. Uh, trust oh. me, I'm at my mother's house and my family is basically at the door trying to get in here. And they keep they barbecuing and they have the door open and it's like letting flies in here. Oh yeah. But they're trying to annoy me at the same time. I'm so. trying to be cool, but you can't see it, so now I just look I'm tripping. But no, it's freaking fruit fruit flies and I've got a sweet drink and you know, so I keep covering it up. But um what was I saying? No, but you know, whatever your softness, whatever stay for whatever it is that you need to be to be. And that's what you give in with your characters, with your female characters in your book, whether they are friends, whether they're uh, just, you know, side characters, you seem to give each character a safe space with that's each right. man. Yeah. And it it's, it carries through with your right. And vice versa. Right. And, and that's another thing, showing that these men can be vulnerable. Yeah. That these women can be their peace. Yeah. So that that in itself, I mean, love never. I'm still on this. I'm still, I'm still, I'm a hold on for I don't know how long. Hold on, girl. I don't have a problem with it. Hold on. I, I'm just because love never. You saw what could have been. Yeah. It was like, even though it was a short period, ninety six hours could have been something yeah. so powerful. Yeah. But the outcome of it was Maya who got with Harvey. Yeah. And then it's just like, and then you brought in her friend who we see in Chaser. Yeah. Who is, is a BBW. Yes. So, and she's a boss. <laughs> yes, she is. You know, and then you have this black cowboy. Yes, ma'am. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. Who doesn't love a black cowboy? 
Uh, I was when, and then you know, I didn't get why I was called Chaser until I got why I was called Chaser. Listen, I didn't have a name. Excuse me, I didn't have a name for the book until that scene. And I had seen, I never found the book again. That's what makes me so mad about TikTok. Sometimes stuff goes by and I don't get to see. Someone had mentioned there was a book somewhere where he basically kind of lined his glass. You know what I'm saying? His drink glass. And I was like, that's that's all right. Yes. Like, I wish I had written that. Yes. And now, I didn't write that, but what could I write? And that's what came to me. And I was like, okay, because I don't drink. I don't drink anymore. And so I don't know anything about bourbon. I don't know anything about chasers. When I did drink, it was college drinking. You know what I'm saying? I got, I always have like colored tea so people think I'm cool. I'm uh, <laughs> it looks interesting. It's just tea with fruit. Um, but I had um, a friend of mine. I was like, I want something. I want to be able to understand, you know, like chasers and what do you, mm -hmm. you know, use with chasers or what is, you know, like what, what is it? And I had the idea of this. Uh, I like when they smoke, uh, is it bourbon or gin? You know, they do the thing and they light the smoke, the smoke in the glass and all the other stuff. Bourbon. And, but I thought, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of a fussy drink for uh, a guy like him. He doesn't mm. seem to be about a lot of fuss. Mm -hmm. So he just likes his bourbon. Neat. And now with the chaser. That, <laughs> that scene. Listen, I thought I went too far with the squatting cough, but that nah. really comes nah. up. <laughs> nah. That and locked like, like ma'am in the room. room. He locked her in the room. What was it for? Like a week? Three days. Three days. Hell, you might as well say a week. <laughs> might as well, because she was never the same. I wouldn't either. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I, I love that part of intimacy, right? Like she, yes. you know, she owns her sexuality. She doesn't mm -hmm. apologize. For it, you know, to anyone, not even to her mama, okay? Mm -hmm. And, but there's a different kind of intimacy uh, when you're really into the person, mm. when you have that, that uh, emotional connection versus um, just really enjoying each other, you're having a good time, that sort yeah. of thing. Um, and you saw that within those three days. She's like, you know, this is not, she knew wasn't friends benefit situation. You're friends with benefits. No. You, there's no cuddling and all that after and you know, cooking and, and long talks and all other stuff. But she's like, it's just this weekend and then it ends. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> but I love I'm in this playing. book how you let her embrace her size. Yeah, and and love herself so much, even though her ex was a a douche. Yeah, and he wanted to use that. Even her own her mother, more say, yeah. I'll say her mother was more of, you know, maybe you just went on a diet. <laughs> yeah, maybe you, yeah. you know, but the right. way that she embraced her size, like, look, I'm not trying to be a size two. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with it. But it ain't me. Right. Yeah. And she, the way he loved her. Was. Yeah. He loved her wholeheartedly. It wasn't about yeah. her size. It wasn't about how much money she had. It was right. just her. Yeah. And for someone who has to live a life where you're judging, you know, you're trying to ascertain why people are there. What are you here for? You know what I mean? Right. Um, what do you want out of me basically right um, to have that that's you know something money can't buy and she can buy anything she thinks she might want yes indeed you know so nothing impresses her but that did so that i think that was the only that was his saving grace 
because mm-hmm. he could, you know, he could throw it down in the bedroom and that's all good and everything. But again, she's got dick on speed dial. You know what I mean? She did. She did. So, <laughs> she did. To- she's got folks in Tokyo and in Paris. You know, it, that none of that phases her. Can't blast her anything to impress her. So what do you bring? What do you have? How did you make how did you handle him as a character because he was so prideful mm. he was so prideful that that <laughs> ranch and then everything else he was just so prideful and yeah how did you with her strong personality yeah and his pride and ego yeah how was it writing that like how did you even get them to you know I wanted, I wanted to find, I liked them both so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked when he showed up for Maya. I liked how he showed up for Maya um, in the first book. And I wanted to give him someone that would bring him to his knees. Mm. Um, that where none of that stuff mattered. He'd give mm-hmm. all his own care. You know, even down to the bonus epilogue with them going back and forth over the prenup, you know? Yeah. And you think it's one thing, you know, he's not signing it because he's not getting enough or whatever. And he doesn't want a single thing. All he wants is her, period. Mm-hmm. And I I love, I love that for her. I love that for him um, because finding, finding her and realizing um, what for him to realize that she was it for him mm. made everything else that he put so much emphasis on that wasn't important. He got the light bulb went off. You know what I mean? None of this is important. I don't give a damn about the ranch, whatever. All I want is her. So take care of my family, but I will in all three of your books, like the love is deep. Like yeah. I said, it's so like to the soul deep. Yeah. How draining or how uplifting was it writing something that was so emotional and so like cuz each book has this different emotional roller coaster you go on. Yes. Heartbeat it was emotional and it was trying, but it's that happily ever after that just warms your heart. Yeah. Love yeah. never. <laughs> You're never gonna forgive me for that, huh? Nope. <laughs> Love never is one of those, but I told you it is an in-between of the Titanic when Jack was dying in the water and he left her on the the, the, the door. Destiny says she ain't going to forgive me either. <laughs> See? And then you got uh, uh, the notebook. Yeah. It's literally the notebook where they're oh. at the end and they pass away, but it's the stories of the love. Yeah, you can. And to me... Each book, and with Chaser, it was uh, being able to love yourself. Yeah. And it was... Uh, and holding under- on to that, because she had gotten yes. to that point. She had gotten because- to the acceptance of who she was um, in every aspect, you know? Uh, and a lot of her was non-traditional, especially how she grew up. You know, she grew exactly. up in society, you know, high society and their expectations. And those did not fit her. And it took her, a, a, like she said, a long time where she truly likes and loves herself. And so she mm-hmm. fought for that. You wrote that well. And you wrote, you wrote that well. Thank you. Thank you. you wrote that very well. Thank you. Because that's exactly what I took from that. Yeah. That's what I took from that. And I also, your male characters. Yeah. Giving them vulnerability. Yes. I, so my secret to that, mm. my husband. Oh. 
I ask him, I'm like, read this, you know, here, he, this is who this man is. Mm -hmm. This is the situation. What would you do in this situation? Or what would you say? I have him saying this. I have him doing this. Mm -hmm. What would you say he would do? Or, or what would you think? And, and, you know, he gives me his real honest opinion about, um, aspects of manhood that I can only guess at, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and don't move in those circles to the point where I can, you know, you can guess. And, and we write men for women, right? So we we give them, you know, everybody's six feet and everybody's hung like a horse and everybody's this, that, yeah. that. I mean, I'm giving fantasy, right? So I'm right. not giving you hot dogs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you filet, right? But um like the their hobbies you know he's like these dudes are you know especially like mike he's like this alpha dude and he does a lot of growling and you know mm -hmm. he's this and he's that but what does he do when he's not with her what does he do to like calm his mind what does he do on a, you know what are his hobbies and i was like hobbies loving her that's his hobby <laughs> Right. He was like, no, he needs something else. He needs a hobby. He's a person, right? Or do you not want to write a whole thing you just want? And I was like, ah, yeah. Because I would be upset if a dude wrote a chick like that and mm. she's just there to to be him for him whenever he needed. And I was like, oh, okay. So let's make him crochet. He crochets. So that vulnerability. I mean, I see it in my interactions with him. I see it when I listen to um, men talk about things that they feel like they can't say in relationships and mm. and how they wish to be able to have um, levels of vulnerability that are not tied to sex. Mm. Um, sometimes that's the only time they get that openness and that, that uh, intimacy, but they yeah, would love yeah. to have it outside of that. Um, so yeah, he's my, my, I run that, I run them past him, you know, um, he thinks Mike's over emotional. <laughs> he, gets, um, he was like, he get mad too quick. He always upset. <laughs> he was upset like a lot over the smallest things. Yeah. But cause she's a handful. Let's be but, honest. But I handful. also looked at the fact that how he was raised. Yes. And who his father was. Who what he came from, what he's had to go through, what he's still going through. I mean, the he was still in grief. Yeah. You know, before things that happened, um, and after. He's still in, in in this grief moment and he's also in this place where he doesn't know, you know, where he stands because mm -hmm. of who he is. Because some of the town still remembers. Yeah, and he's taking on all of this um, this baggage and this guilt and this um, uh, 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 sin other people. Mm. He, he feels compelled to take it on. Um, which, you know, is something that he also is working through because I mean, a lot of this stuff wasn't his fault. He wasn't even there, but he feels guilty about it. I think that comes from like the situation with his mom and his sister and everything. Um, there's always some guilt behind that, right? Um, even though you're a kid and there's nothing you can do about it, in your mind's eye, you think you can or could have. Mm. So, um, yeah, so he's he's got a hit, not a hair trigger. Um, but he's, he's got, he's an open wound too. Both of them are these open wounds that really is not advisable for them to be together because mm. they have so much healing that they have. Yeah. To They're able to kind of heal together, heal together, make that journey together. I think that's, um, so that was really special with, um, the series, you said it's going to be another book. Two more. We got two more. Two more. Mm -hmm. So have we met these characters that's going to be in these two more books? Yes. So the next one is shaping up. <laughs> but I'm kind of on the 
fits because I have a new series and it brings us back to Columbus. So one book would be a perfect off ramp into that that next series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of writing the last two together. Okay. Or at the same time. So we'll see who um but right now in the winning is um uh Celine, so Maya's personal assistant and friend. So we get to see Celine's background and why how she came about. Um it's not a uh it's not a, a big secret. It's seer. So she's and this, and this is not paranormal or anything. She's yeah. just she's just one of those people um, yeah. who has a sense of, of things. So kind of where she's at. Um, you get a sneak peek at the end of Chaser if you uh, get the ebook of the first, I want to say it's like the first two chapters of her book um, and the shenanigans that entail there. <laughs> Shayla, I'm, I'm going back to read it. Yeah, Shayla convinces her to go and have a one night stand. Okay. Up a bit. Yeah. And the repercussions of that shows up at her job, which is oh, very God. distasteful to her. She is very, um, now she is. She wasn't always this way, but she's very uh, buttoned up. Okay. So, um, and then the next book you did meet. Logan. Yeah. Also known as Wolf. That's yeah. And his character or his his main love is Juliet. You didn't meet her, but you've you've heard of her several times. Okay, I'm going back to read the series. She, and I don't, I don't even think she's listed by her name, but um she is the wife of Maya's security guard that was killed. I, I, I'm going to go back and read. Cause... That's, yeah, she's Gunner's, Gunner's wife. Okay. So what can we look forward to you in the near future as far as books that you're going to release? Mm-hmm. Um, conventions. Hopefully you'll be going to the convention that Shannon and I have. Oh, what? What convention? The what Boozy Book Talk. Um, the Boozy Book Tour. I ain't heard nothing nobody told me. I'm mad. I I send you the information once we get off this. Okay, because I I I'm like, Whoop. it's for next year. Oh, okay, yay! So, but we want to know all the conventions you're gonna be at this year. Uh, what's what's up with the books? Um, mm-hmm. what we have to look in store for you any book boxes anything what no. book boxes take money and i ain't got it <laughs> <laughs> i want to do it so bad i, I want to do book boxes for um for my readers i really really want i wanted to um it's just it is an investment that right now I would rather put in promoting my books to on a wider scale. Okay. So it's it's a sucky business decision, but I gotta be a grown up. So <laughs> it'd it be like that sometimes. So um coming up, so it's the next two books in the series, the last two books. Um the goal is to have them all the last two books out before the end of the year. Okay. Like in 2023 and saying goodbye to the good folks of Rough Ridge, sort of. There are a couple of um, small novellas, and I mean small, coming out. <laughs> Emphasis on the small. <laughs> on small, because so the the biggest novella that people are, are that I let my newsletter readers Are uh, You see that? About. What? You see that comment? Shannon, my business partner, who is also a part of the Boozy Book Tour, I'm she putting said, book in my blind date with a book. Girl, shut up. All right. I, I'm with it. Let's do it. I am with it. Oh, my gosh. That's and exciting. she's been asking what type of tea drinking. Oh, um, passion. Passion tea from Tezo. Uh, and I made the iced tea version. And then I put in frozen fruit. 
So you can see there's like strawberries and cherries and blueberries and so you see that <laughs> all kinds of all kinds of yummies in your tummies. But yeah, that's oh. that's my uh, that's my drink. So so um, here's a speed round for you. Okay. Oh, we didn't wait. We didn't talk about conventions because I do have some coming. Oh, up. Okay. I just left one. So I just left one here in Grove City and then came right back to hop on with you. That went really cool. Um, that's my third stop on my book tour. So I've got one more for this year as a, well, at least one more for the summer. I don't have anything lined up for fall yet. So we'll see. Um, but I'm going to Steamy Lit Con next week in Anaheim, California. Everybody going to Steamy Lit. I wish I could. So you, you'll see me there. I'm on a panel. I'm on the... Um, keynote panel on saturday i think it's the last panel of the day and then we're signing so very exciting very exciting i've never been to a full romance conference before so this is this is all new <laughs> well like i said I, i'm gonna send you that information send me that info because i'm excited i listen if i can make it I'm there. I don't care if I need to stay. You got five or, cities uh, to choose from. Ooh. Okay. What if I want to go to all five? You can. <laughs> you can. Because this is so fun. It is so fun meeting readers. And I, I never, this is one, you know, you, you, you wish for it and mm. you hope for it. You let yourself hope a little bit. Um, but the reality is, is a lot of us write and you know, fair amount of anonymity, right? Yeah. You know, beyond like social media and um, if you know them personally, right? Um, so being like out in the world and someone coming up and talking about your book and, and liking your book, annotating your book, I still can't get over my um yeah I'm, I'm good with came that up in April um at Ohio Anna and she had my book just annotated notes in and tabs and it was floppy from use and I was just like <sighs> like I I did not cry but I was close and I cried later it was I I never I don't know I I'd never imagined that and so that was sublime and, and i'm gonna say this if nobody has told you your books are like i said is very emotional and they're very good and the female man characters being black women that yes. are bosses yes and you give them this vulnerability that we don't see in our everyday life all the time right and you give these men vulnerability where they can still be masculine but at the same time they love themselves and love their women yeah and they also come to terms with their own shit yeah so i i appreciate that i appreciate that so much i mean yes i'm still pissed about the second book but <laughs> but <laughs> but all three books have they give you something emotionally yeah. and yeah. it's just like i said it's like the love is so deep yeah. not not deep in the sense it's just to the heart it's like you can feel it in your soul like yeah it's, it's deep and the fact that you write books like that i appreciate it thank you thank you and i love it i don't know if i could write honestly any other way um, I love love. I love, you know, just that. I like to watch people a lot. Um, like one of my favorite places to, I usually write in my office at home because um, it's just easier and I don't have to wear pants. Um, <laughs> I'm keep it real. I don't have to wear, I don't have to put on a bra. Listen, listen. The, just the thought right now i'm wearing one just in case i have to stand up i don't you know want to like flop on anybody but as soon as we get off of this i'm pitching it across the room um but my favorite place honestly to write is like in coffee shops and and outside mm. where i can watch people and how they right. interact and um um 
you know, things that people do and and say and and how they interact when nobody's watching or when they think mm-hmm. they're watching. Um, and I love seeing moments of of strangers or or even people that I know, but they don't think you're, you know, they're not paying attention to you, but you're watching them and there's small acts of love that um, shows you that deeper love within. Mm -hmm. Gets, I mean, it's just, yeah. And I think, um, you know, I'm not changing the world or anything, um, but I'm hoping to bring some joy some um soft gushy moments yeah um, into folks' lives like I need you know what I mean yeah I'm I'm writing it off but I'm writing this thing that I wanted to see yeah um, with with in in romances and I wanted to see us in that yeah know? um to where yeah, she can rescue herself, but does she have to? You know what and I mean? That shit get tiring. It, right. It's it's <laughs> it's rough. Life is is lifing for everyone. Yeah. And you know, if you can help if you can help women create a conversation about what it is that they need um to feel safe. Right. And, and um, what it is that they need to be true, their true selves and to be authentic. I mean, it that um, and that's why I call it a courageous love, because it's, it's two kinds of love. Right. It's, it's their love for themselves that they kind of walk into courage to allow themselves to be fully who they are. Yeah. Um, because that's that's hard. It's it's it hard is. and it's scary to be you know? vulnerable like that. To be your whole self. Oh. Hold on one second. Okay, I'll be here. <laughs> okay, I'll be out there. Okay, because I'm at a family function. But anywho, what we eating? They barbecued a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, ain't bring me no plate. You ain't my friend. <laughs> You ain't my friend. So <laughs> I am. I, I want some barbecue. <laughs> I okay. Here's the speed round because I'm gonna have to cut it because they're gonna wind up coming up in this room. Oh, well, we can all do <laughs> in a minute. In a minute. Your family do not care. They don't. No, no filter. Is anybody gonna keep you who you are? <laughs> because I don't come to Michigan often. Oh, you're in Michigan. I'm in, I'm in Columbus. They're they're in Jackson, Michigan, and oh, okay. I'm I'm in Chicago. So I drove okay. from Chicago to here, and now they don't want to leave me alone. Uh uh-uh. Well, you. I mean, listen. They love you. Yes, Shannon. They said they want to be on the show. This is not right. how it works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shannon, DM me so we can talk some more about that, too. And you know, Shannon is a PA. Shut up. I swear. Child, I, that's the part of indying I don't I don't like. I can, I can do without all of the spreadsheeting and keeping tracking of. I, I just want to write. <laughs> Shannon, I need you to get in contact. I, I just want to write. If I'm being 100% honest, I wanted to try it on my own. I did it. Yeah, okay, I'm done now. <laughs> but so I can like get to them before they bum rush this room. Right, quick. right. Quick round. Quick um, round. Okay. Yeah. Who is your book bay in your own book? And who is your favorite book bay in your favorite author's book and why? Okay, Book Bay in my own book. It's got to be Mike. He's modeled after Jason Momoa, and I have an addiction. Not Jason. Ooh. Yes, baby. So when you read Heartbeat, think Jason Momoa. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. 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 Me and Maya be scrapping. 
But I don't even have to have them. Just let me have them for a little bit. <laughs> I send them all home. Um, book boy, book bay, um, book I didn't write. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a good question. Um, his name just left my head, but Aggie Valdez's um last one before the Christmas one, a worthy love him. Mm-hmm. And um, if I'm gonna cheat, Tiffany Patterson's uh um carter he's one of the townsend men he's the firefighter honey mm. so so both of those at, at the same time if, if, if you could write in any genre mm-hmm. that you haven't already written in what mm-hmm. would it be and why mm, good question any genre um historical i i love a good good bonus ripper with the with the stays and and the dresses and the the rakes and all that that would be cool okay 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 can we get a historical from oh that's not this year <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, not not next year either <laughs> it next, was worth it someday <laughs> okay what are your social media handles? How can do you have a newsletter? And can how can people get in contact with you for your books or anything like that? So cool. Um, social media handles are at Therese T E R R E E C E, and that's on every platform: Facebook, Instagram, is uh, TikTok, all of that. Um, so that's real simple. Um, I do have a newsletter. If you follow me on TikTok, the link is in bio. Um, and I send that out weekly, um, and, and I always have free books in there, so, um, and what was the last one? And, uh, is there a newsletter? Yeah, there's a newsletter. I send that out weekly. Um, my books are everywhere. Good books are sold. You can get them on Amazon. The ebook is exclusive to Amazon and it is on Kindle Unlimited. So if you are a subscriber, it's going to be free for you. Um, but the physical copies are everywhere. Um, of everything Do you have signed copies? Hmm? Do you have signed copies that people can order? Not yet. Give me about a week. I'm waiting okay. on the site to be finished. Give me about a week and doing all this traveling back and forth. So it's been kind of kind of hard to get it nailed down. But soon, and I'm trying to figure out how to do my TikTok shop. So as soon as we we get that, then we're going to be really on board. Because I, I need your books in my collection, so I, that's why I was ask, really asking for myself. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me about a, a week. I wanted to have it done before I, I got to Steamy, so hopefully we'll be on that timeline. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for coming Thanks. on and talking to me. This was really good talk. Um, now you know I'm really upset about the second book. Gonna hold on to that grudge. Just a little forever. bit. <laughs> um, but I, you're you're one of those authors that I can reread their books and oh, go through the whole emotional ups. It, it you, uh, Harpy was the book that got me. Yeah. So me too. <laughs> if if y'all don't know, uh, could you tell them the the three books that are available now one more time yes yes so the first book is heartbeat a courageous love novel the second book is love never a courageous love novel most recent book is chaser which is also a part of the courageous love series and they're available they're out enjoy them you can read them in any order but i suggest starting with heartbeat and working your way through like I said, I appreciate you. I will be looking forward to talking to you hopefully again when your newest book comes out. We're um, getting there. We're getting there. It's, it's coming well. I also uh, just want to make sure that I push out your books because I think everybody should read. I do too. <laughs> everybody should read. 
air at you if, right now. If it's not presumptuous, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I'm really proud of them. So, and I'm gonna get that. you that information because I have yes. the video pinned to my uh, TikTok. A lot of people don't see it, but I'm gonna send it to you so you or tag you in it so you can look at it and go to the website and check out everything. And I hope. If you pick all cities, I'm for it. If you pick one city, I'm fucking for it. I just want a fangirl. Right. right. <laughs> Me too. We can fangirl together. <laughs> I, just, I really just want a fangirl. So Thank I appreciate you. you and um, I wish you much success. Thank you. You too. Thank you for creating this platform for all of us to to get on here and 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 talk about our books and and be uplifted and supported um it means a lot it really does i really appreciate now, it see why are you gonna make me cry <laughs> now i'm sitting here like okay <laughs> we all need to hear it we all need to hear that what we do matters that what we do is important and that it, it impacts others so I appreciate it. Thank Sorry. You so. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. You my girl, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me go. Go, <laughs> girl. Have fun. Tell them I said hi. <laughs> All right. Bye.